Have you ever stood under the shiny night sky and tried looking for a certain star? It's not such an easy task, is it? Well, you're not alone. In the year 1967, a young student by the name of Joycelyn Bell was standing in the middle of many computers in a lab. He was studying a huge piece of chart paper very carefully. This chart paper was very special. Hundreds of thousands of lines made on this chart paper held the secrets to the stars of our universe. These lines came from a huge telescope that Joycelyn had made herself, just so that she could find a very special kind of star in the sky. But finding a single star amongst all the other stars was like finding a needle in a haystack. This was not an easy task. Suddenly, Joycelyn stood up with the jewel. She had seen a strange signal in the chart paper, a signal that she had never seen before, and something she wasn't expecting to see there. It would come and go after a few seconds, as if something or someone was trying to send a message from the other end of the universe. What could it be? Planet? An alien? A spaceship? A star? She knew she had to figure this one out. Hi there, tiny explorers. Hamza here. And welcome to the Science Fuse podcast, where we explore some of the most mind-boggling questions of the universe and try to make science fun, accessible, and relevant for everyone. And today, we're talking about Joycelyn Bell Burnell. Our story starts in 1943 Ireland where Joycelyn Bell was born. She loved learning new things right from when she was a young girl, and her parents knew that very well. They used to take her to the observatory. An observatory is a place where a really big telescope is kept, which you can use to look far, far away into the depths of space and study all kinds of things found in our universe. Joycelyn used to love coming here and learned about the stars and galaxies in our universe. She was so fond of this that she became friends with the people who worked at the observatory and they used to look forward to her visits. But despite being a child who used to love learning so much, she didn't get great marks at school. And when she took an exam to go to university, she failed. At this time, her family was there to support her. They thought it was okay to fail because now they knew what she needed to work on and changed her school. In this new school, she showed a lot of promise in her science class. In fact, she was so good that she gained admission to the University of Glasgow and then she got a degree in physics. But she didn't stop there. She went on to get a PhD degree from Cambridge University. Like her childhood, during her PhD, she was fascinated by space and everything in it. Her supervisor told her about an exciting new discovery in space that everyone was talking about. They called it a quasar. And it was recently discovered, so people didn't know a lot about it. But they wanted to change that. He told her 
that if she wanted to study the quasar, she would need a radio telescope. Now, you're probably thinking what a radio telescope is. Is it a telescope in which you can listen to songs like radio? Ah, no, silly. This telescope actually picks up radio waves. Radio waves are a kind of invisible ray of light. That's right. We can't see them. But they are all around us at all times. These are the very signals that go from one phone to another. And they bring all the sounds that we hear in the radio. But what does all that have to do with a telescope? Well, here's the fascinating part. There are some stars in the universe that give off their own radio signal, just like a radio station would. Even more interesting is the fact that each of them have their own special radio signal, and you could study their radio signal to learn more about them. And this is exactly what Joycelyn was doing, but she couldn't use a plain old telescope because those telescopes use lights that we can see. And we can't see radio waves. So how would a radio telescope work? Well, a radio telescope uses a big satellite dish to capture radio waves that are coming from outside this world and then prints its results on a very long chart paper, which we can then read. So Joycelyn started working with a radio telescope. One night, she was studying this chart paper very carefully. Suddenly, she froze. According to the chart paper, there was a radio signal coming from far, far away. That was beeping. As if some alien was sending it from another world on purpose. Every few seconds, the signal would appear and disappear. Joycelyn shook her head and immediately went to her professor, Dr. Anthony Hewish. She said to him, Look! Look what I found! But Dr. Anthony didn't seem to think Joycelyn's discovery was as shocking. He just shrugged and said, Ah, this signal probably came from some other phone or radio station. Merely a mistake. Don't worry about it. But Joycelyn was not convinced. He would read hours worth of data on the chart paper, searching for that tiny signal. She found the signal to be very strange. It would turn on and off exactly after 1.3 seconds, just like a lighthouse that blinks to send a signal to nearby ships in the sea. Joycelyn thought to herself, what if some alien is sending this signal? It seems too regular to be random. So she gave this signal the name LGM, which meant Little Green Men. <laughs> Joycelyn announced the news of this signal to the world. But where did this signal come from? What was its origin? She knew for sure that this was not a signal from the quasars that she wanted to study. After a few years of studying this signal, she found out that it came from a very fast spinning star. This star spins 
all the time. And on one side of the star is the part that sends the radio signal. As the star spins, whenever that side of the star faces our Earth, we can detect the radio signal. And when it turns the other way, it vanishes. This is why the radio signal was so strange and turned off and on. Because of the way the signal pulsed off and on and off and on, he named the star a pulsar. A little while after her discovery of the pulsar, all the astronomers started looking at and studying them. Suddenly, everybody was talking about Joycelyn and her discovery of the pulsar. I mean, it's not every day that somebody discovers a new kind of star. And everybody was so fascinated that it was a woman who made this discovery. Overnight, she became famous in the world of astronomy. Two years later, the scientists of the world decided to give this discovery a Nobel Prize. But sadly, this prize was given to her professor, Anthony Hewish, and not her. But Jocelyn didn't care. She stuck to what she loved, the science. And then years later, she was given another kind of prize. This was called the Breakthrough Prize. And the money you get from this prize is three times more than the Nobel Prize. And when Jocelyn got all this money, she gave it to a science institute that would use that money to help more students like her work in science. Jocelyn Bell Burnell is still alive and well today and is still working towards the betterment of science. Whatever she has achieved and discovered has been due to her love for science. She wasn't greedy for a Nobel Prize or even money. She just loved her science. And just like her, you should work for what you love. Money and fame are things that come and go. If you're passionate about something, you shouldn't let it go. I hope you've all enjoyed listening to this story as much as I've enjoyed telling it to you. I'll meet you next time with another amazing story. But until then, this is your science communicator Hamza signing out.